Hello, my name is Donnie Smith, and I'm the pastor here at Ascension Christian Center in Apopka, Florida. I hope this message changes, impacts, and challenges you in your relationship with Jesus Christ. If you enjoy the message, you can connect with us on our website, Facebook, or Instagram at Ascension Christian Center. Thank you, and enjoy. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 through 12. I'll be reading out of the my handy-dandy New King James Version. 1 Samuel, Old Testament. Glossary is in the front if you can't find it. If you still can't and it's been a while and that Bible is dusty, just look down. Your neighbor will not look over. Even if you're in Psalms, just pretend and listen to me. <laughs> Dean needs his phone. 1 Samuel chapter 18, verses 1 through, two, 1 through 12, excuse me. And it says, Now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David. Jonathan loved him as his own soul. It's talking about David, the David and Goliath guy. So David and, and, and Jonathan, which was Saul's son. Saul was the first king in the Old Testament. Say the first king. That's important to note. He was the first king. And Saul took him that day, the king took him, and would not let him, David, go back home to his father's house anymore. And then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even his sword and his bow and his belt. He was a warrior. And so David went out wherever Saul sent him. I want you to notice that. That wasn't even, that just jumped out to me just now. So David went out wherever Saul sent him. Or whenever. Say, so David went out wherever Saul sent him and behaved wisely. Honor honor. Everybody say honor. honor. So I want you to remember that portion of scripture. And Saul watch after David behaved wisely and went out wherever Saul sent him or sent him that Saul set him over the men of war. Watch his promotion as he honored the man of God, which he would later not be a man of God. But nonetheless, we're speaking of King Saul, set him over the men of war and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. Now, it had happened that as they were coming home, when David was returning from the slaughter of the Philistines, that the women came out of the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tambourines, with joy, and with musical instruments. And so the woman sang and they danced and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Ouch. And then Saul was very angry and this saying displeased him. And he said, they have ascribed to David ten thousands and to me they have only ascribed thousands. See the jealousy? And now what more can he have but the kingdom? 
So Saul eyed David from that day forward, and it happened on the next day that a distressing spirit, I haven't got that yet, so don't ask me, a distressing spirit from the Lord came upon Saul. And he prophesied inside the house, and so watch this, David played music with his hand as at other times, but there was a spear in Saul's hand and cast that spear, for he said, I will pin David to the wall. Dishonor. Towards somebody who's honoring him. But David escaped his presence twice. Now Saul was afraid of David. You know why he was afraid of him? Because he saw, this is going to be a tongue twister. Saul, Saul, how the Lord was elevating David because David was honoring somebody who was dishonorable. But David escaped his presence twice. Now Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him. But the Lord had departed from Saul. Lord, thank you for the reading of your word. May it fall on the good ground of our hearts as we study your word together. Our hearts are open. Our ears are open. Holy Spirit, teach us. Teach me. In Jesus' name, amen. I had recently ministered a series of messages, it was several, maybe several months ago, four or six months ago, I'm not sure, um, on uh, this title called, Why Is This Not Working? Does anybody remember that? Who, 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 who does remember that series of message? Why is this not working? And um, it was about, it, the subtitle was Keys of the Kingdom. In other words, we are all believers. I believe that to be true for the most part. Most people in the room are believers in Jesus. Um, some, you know, most of us, I would consider us followers of Jesus. If that is the case, why are there some that are experiencing, ah, I don't like this word, but I'm gonna use it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean it up because this word has really been tainted. This word, success. Why are some of us seeing certain successes while others... Uh, seemingly not seeing as much of success, whatever that word is. Let me define that word success. Success is not someone who makes a lot of money. Success is not somebody who has the white picket fence. Success is this. I believe in God's eyes is a person who fully obeys the word of God and is living in the center of God's perfect will for their lives. And that may look very different for other people. You know, Rick would be okay in a hut as long as he has God's presence. That's success for Rick. You see, he says amen. But it's all different for all of us. And I think we all need to really redefine that word for our own lives. It's not how we look. It's not what we drive. It's really how, uh, how, we, how we, not how we feel, but I guess, yeah, I guess that would be a word because how we, how we feel in our relationship to God, how we feel in our relationship with people and our, our experience in life kind of is a defining measure of success for us. Amen? But if you ask most people in life, because here's why I say that, because I get a chance to rub elbows with uh, some people who have uh, quite a bit of money. I've, I'm, a service, I'm a service provider. And I can't tell you how many countless times that 
I've ran into people who admittedly have boatloads of money. Doctors, surgeons, neurological surgeons, and they, after we're done uh, closing out this deal with them, we provide service for them. I can't tell you how many times they tell me, they say, I really want what you have in your heart. Like, we, I, I, my, I'm unhappy. I asked them why they're unhappy. They, they said, I've achieved all this success. I thought it would make me happy, but it just hasn't. So money cannot be, it cannot define your success. It's all about finding the will of God and, and being in perfect peace living in that situation. Amen? But I sent this video to a friend who I love, and it was a little clip. I'm not going to put it up. And it was this. I want you to get this by the Spirit. What I mean is it's going to sound very elementary, but it's not elementary. You got to swim deep on this one. Say, get ready to swim deep. He said this, spiritually speaking, one plus one plus one equals three. Wow. You're sitting down. You didn't fall. Good thing you're sitting down because you would have fell. Here's what he went on to say. He said, most Christians have trouble in their lives because they do their spiritual math like this. One plus two equals three. Like, what do you mean by that? God does everything in steps. And he doesn't let you skip grades. He doesn't allow you to skip process. Most people want promise without process. In God's kingdom, it always will be, it always has been, and it will last until Jesus either takes us home or we go home. One plus one plus one equals three. You don't go from serving to owning this massive business and everything all of a sudden just turns overnight. Especially the young people have lost this. One key of God's kingdom is this one thing. Honor. Honor. I know I'm still in my 30s, but I, I, I kind of get this one, not even all the way. We were talking in the green room, and, and here's what uh, someone said. They quoted this scripture. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In other words, we don't, we don't even start becoming smart until we fear the Lord. Like, in other words, we are not even at the starting line until we fear the Lord. What does the word fear mean? If you, can, if you translate that, that word fear is not uh, a fear of, oh my gosh, he's going to hurt me. Oh my gosh, he's going to send me to hell. No, it's more like a fear that a child would have for a very well-respected, loving father. And that word fear could be translated honor. Honoring the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Say honor is key. Yeah. Most people, the reason they're experiencing much sabotage in their lives right now, this is going to be a hard one. Can I be your pastor this morning? For the visitors, can I just be your temporary pastor if you're just visiting somewhere? Just temporary. I hope you come back. 
Most people are experiencing decay in their lives and they are spiritually frustrated because they are doing math like this. One plus two equals three. And not one plus one plus one equals three. More times than not, this is not every time, a lot of times when we keep hitting a spiritual wall, we have to ask ourselves, are we being honorable to God, his people, and his work? Because for God to elevate us when we're operating out of a spirit of dishonor, he would do us a great injustice. I heard it said like this, never allow your gift to bring you somewhere your character cannot keep you. So for God to elevate us in a place where we have weak character, this is going to be, this is one's going to hurt. And no, I'm not a big money guy. We do not preach that kind of junk here. We don't believe, we just don't, we believe that we should, we believe in success is doing God's will his way. That's what I believe. I'm talking about honor. When I was, when I was a young kid, this is going to hurt a few people. It's, It's going to be all right though. So you're going to survive. If my pastor, I was very busy, even in my young years, if my pastor called me and needed a meeting with me, I would not be five minutes late. I, I just would not be. And if I had to be at work, my, my, this, is not, this is not an indictment for people who are late. But being on time, I would rather be five minutes early than one minute late. Because that shows that you're not honoring someone's time. And if you can't honor, what does it say? If you don't love the Lord your God who you cannot see, if you you cannot love somebody who you can see, you cannot love God who you cannot see. So if you dishonor God, this is tough, with your time or with your finances, you can't expect God to honor and elevate you. This is hard. Now, who do we honor first? We honor God first. Say God. The reason David was elevated was because he honored someone. And here's what we say. Well, I don't want to honor people over me. And we're talking about, we're not just talking about pastors here, bosses, people who are over you, and no matter the sphere that it is. But people will all say, well, they're not honorable. David is a key figure on how to get elevated in the kingdom of God. And it even includes honoring people who are dishonorable. Oh, it's super quiet in here. I used to get really insecure, like that wasn't a good message. And then I started figuring out after years, when people get quiet, it lands. I can't tell you how many people, Lord, help me communicate this in the most, many of you know I don't, I don't draw like a normal salary from this church. Many people know that. Okay, and that's publicly known. Paul was the same way. He was a tent maker. He didn't want anybody to rob him of his boat. So most people know that. So I think I can say that outright. So what I'm about to say is not because this church wants your money. And if you ever feel like that, just stop giving. That's, I give you permission. But this whole honor, even financially, I can't tell you how many people who give half of their, if you're gonna be a tither, be a tither and just be obedient. If you're gonna be disobedient, don't be disobedient by giving half because the half doesn't count. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
Bring the whole tithe, the Bible says, into the storehouse that there might be food in my house. It's about honor. It's about honor. It's about honor. My daughter, so here's how I'll clean that one up. My daughter the other day, I gave her a dollar. And so I said, honey, I said, we have to get your 10 cents. Oh, she got real excited. She went and got her 10 cents. Is it the money that matters? Absolutely not. It's the obedience and it's the heart. It doesn't matter if it's 10 cents or $10,000. The point is we must honor the Lord. And here, most of us want to be honored and want to be elevated, but we're not operating in a spirit of honor. With our time, with our talents, with our sacrifice, we must operate in a spirit of honor. I want to give you a few Bible characters, okay? The Lord, many of you seen me dropping my pen back here when I was, I was down, the Lord was downloading different biblical characters I want to give you. As a, as a gauge, some who failed in this area of honor and some who excelled in this area of honor. And why am I ministering this? Because we as the body, if Jesus is in our life, we should see growth, we should see fruitfulness. It is so sad to me as the body, and it was so sad to me in many, many years, I was seeing no fruitfulness. And you know, the Lord spoke to me. I remember when I spoke against a man of God and it seemed almost as if the fruitfulness began to dissipate in my life simply because I spoke against a man of God in my early years. There was a, there was a this is a heavy one before I get into these biblical characters. You like Kenneth, Kenneth Hagin. Well, Kenneth Hagin, did you like Kenneth Hagin? Now you're quiet. Okay, all you did before was like Papa Hagin, Papa Hagin, Papa Hagin, and now he's all getting all quiet on me. Anyway, we, 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 like, we like a lot of his stuff. We, we know not nobody's perfect, but here was the point. There was a healing evangelist that he knew of uh, that was um, amazing. A lot of miracles, a lot of signs, a lot of wonders following him. He was young, 30 some odd years old, a lot of success. But he began to uh, not take care of his body. He was overeating. And then he began to publicly speak out against many godly people publicly. And so he goes to a meeting. Well, he's in the hospital, this gentleman. If I said his name, many of you would know this tent evangelist. And Hagen said, well, I know the Lord, the Lord is allowing all of this to happen in his life. Now, this could be controversial, and I'm not the Lord. I can't judge it, but judge it for what it is. I've seen this personally in my own life. When people start to operate out of a spirit of dishonor instead of honor, and Hagen says, the Lord's not going to heal him. And the guy goes home to be with the Lord. And they come to find out there is misuse of money. Dishonor. Dishonoring God's people's money. Dishonoring God's money. Dishonoring his house. And this gentleman began to speak out against other evangelists. And he was not taking good care of his body. What am I trying to say? God will show favor and allow elevation with in somebody's life when there is honor towards God, towards people, and towards finances. It's the whole realm. With our time, our talents, our skills, honor is not just one dimension. It's multi-dimensioned. We can dishonor our own bodies. What does the scripture say? Your, your body is the what? You know the word. The temple of the Holy Spirit. You can dishonor your body. You can dishonor your spouse by the way that you talk to them. It's not about whether you get good responses back. The question is, do you honor the Lord enough to change your attitude and your behaviors towards certain circumstances and people, not out of 
a person deserving it or that circumstance or that boss deserving it. It's all about honoring the Lord. We don't show up early because it's about a man. We show up on time even when it comes to worship. I can't tell you how much it bothers me when somebody's 30 minutes late. If I don't say something, I'm saying something. Because it's not about honoring, honoring a church building or about being on time for a church. It's about the Lord. It's about how you handle his work. It's about how you touch his work. Do you know why Yuza died when David was moving the Ark of the Covenant? Because he reached out and touched the Ark without really considering any consequences. He touched it. He reached out. The Ark represents the church. The Ark represents the presence of God. He mishandled it. And what happened to him? And David was scratching his head. Oh my gosh, I was, Lord, I, he thought to himself, I'm doing the right thing. I'm moving the Ark of the Covenant because I want to build you a house. He couldn't understand why his man died. Be careful who you allow touch what God has put in your life. I don't care if it's a matter of you being on time or you giving into the right things and using your money correctly or how you treat people, how you conduct yourselves. That's all a way that we are con Is this too heavy? Should I back down? Okay. He reached out and mistouched the ark. He did it haphazardly instead of handling it gently. Gently. Always handle God's work and what he's given you. I'm not just talking about a church. I'm talking about your own life. Do not handle it wisely, honorably. Amen? Is this, is anybody, this landing in anybody's heart this morning? David was elevated because he honored the man of God. Most people leave ministries because they don't like what the man of God is doing. When God tells you to leave, you leave. You know how I gauge that? You, guess how I've, I've left ministries before? Somehow they either kick me out or something. I, I let the Lord get me out of there. But I stay faithful to the call. No matter what. I plant myself. No matter If the winds blow, people can talk about me. They can mishandle me. All of that good stuff. Because there is no excuse for getting out of the will of God just because you're having trouble. David's life, he had trouble. I mean, if nobody's throwing a spear at you, don't leave. David had spears being thrown at him and he still didn't leave. Come on. He stayed being honorable to the man of God. And what did God do for David? The little shepherd boy who had no qualifications, he put David in Saul's position. Why? Because David was smart and he played a harp really well? No. Honor. He honored God enough to honor people. Honor. Say honor. honor. Saul lost his kingdom. And people lose callings. Not because God doesn't love them. It's due to honor. King Saul, first king. What did he do? He did something religious and lost his calling. And the prophet Samuel comes to him and says, This day the Lord has stripped your kingdom from you. And you know all he did? He went and sacrificed a sheep because the man of God, the prophet said, I'm going to be there to do it. You don't, don't offer up the sacrifice. That's my job. You run the country. You rule as king. The prophetic stuff is my stuff. Well, he didn't show up when the king wanted him to. So guess what the king does? He sacrificed in place 
of Samuel. And what did God do? Stripped him of the kingdom. What was wrong for him slaying a lamb? Nothing wrong with that. God's seen it as dishonor. This is called divine order. Say divine order. I don't know about you, but I'm, 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 I'm kind of liking this. Because if we lack the favor of God in certain areas of our lives, it's not because of God. If we lack fruit in our lives, it's not due to the vine. It's whether or not the branch is partnering with the vine. John chapter 15, people are like, man, that's quite a parable. I've seen somebody look. John chapter 15, Jesus said this, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me bears much fruit for without me you can do, how much? Say it again. Nothing. But most people want fruit without connecting to the vine. You know why? Because they want the fruit more than they want the vine. What does that mean? Many people serve Jesus for the fruit, not because they want Jesus. They want a successful business. That's why they come to Jesus. Or they want to get healed. So they go to Jesus. They want a better marriage. So they come to Jesus. The thing is, once you get Jesus, here's the trick, the secret. If you get Jesus, you get all the stuff. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Marriage, healing, your body being healed, finances beginning to straighten up that were out of line. Everything that's out of order goes into divine alignment when we honor him enough, when we esteem him enough, when we connect with him enough. Actually, there's a scripture. I, I'm not going to go try to find it right now, but it says, I will honor him who honors me. That's what the Lord said. When we honor him, he honors us. He elevates us when we honor. Samson, calling of God on his life. Strong. He's the Arnold Schwarzenegger of the Old Testament. Washboard abs and the whole deal. Long hair. He looked like that. What's that movie? I haven't seen it. Who's that guy? Is the Aquaman? Probably looked like Aquaman. Look at all you ladies laughed. Probably shouldn't do that. Y'all are married. Just kidding. Calling on his life. Called to deliver Israel. Called to deliver Israel from the Philistines who were dominating them. And he didn't stop going to church. He was a Nazarite. Does everybody know that? Samson was a Nazarite. I mean, can you imagine cutting your hair and the Lord saying you're dishonorable? It wasn't about cutting the hair. It's because the Lord asked him not to do it. What the Lord asked you to do and me to do or not to do is two different things. I've seen where it's okay for certain people to have a glass of wine and for others it's not because the Lord asked them not to because that's a generational thing in their family line. 
I've seen certain people who can't go to certain places or listen to certain types of music, not because it's absolutely horrible, but because the Lord asked them not to do it. For me, the Lord said, Donnie, I never want you to ever take a drink again. And for over 15, almost 20 years, I've never done it. Not to gloat. It's because it's all about obedience. And if I were to do that, I'd be dishonoring my king. So why did the Lord strip him of his power? Not because of cutting his hair, but because he was a Nazarite and he had a covenant with God. And God allowed him to be dishonored and blinded and his hair cut all because he didn't honor the Lord's covenant that he had made with him. Covenants in the kingdom are important. Be careful, saints, making deals with the Lord because you may forget, but he does not forget easily. If you say, yes, Lord, you're gonna bless me with a car and I'll be there every Sunday and you stop showing up, dishonor. I remember, and I'll never forget this for as long as I live. I was a teenager, Dean. I was still sleeping on that floor. Dean would come into his place that I was, that I was renting and I had a king-size bed, a king-size bed. I could, it was a bed frame, but I couldn't afford the mattress for years and years and years. Over a decade, I didn't sleep on a mattress because I didn't have the money. And I remember, I remember standing in the middle of that bed frame and I'd prophesy to it. Don't tell anyone I said this, okay? I'd lay the slats across and I would lay layers of blankets I'm telling you because I believe this will help you, not to gloat. I would put layers of blankets just so I could be comfortable and sleep on something semi-soft instead of the hard. You didn't have very good carpet then, Dean. You know, the big quilt, thick covers. I had to put a couple of layers on there. I remember standing in that bed. I remember standing in the middle of that frame and I'd walk the perimeter of it like I was walking the walls of Jericho. And I remember saying, I remember telling the Lord, you will have a tenth of everything of mine. If I have to sleep on, the, on this floor for the rest of my life, if it comes between me being obedient to you or me living or sleeping comfortably, you will get my obedience. Honor the Lord. Say, honor the Lord. Is everybody getting this? It's all about honor. If you are hitting walls in your life, I'm asking you to evaluate your life and look around to make sure with the fear of the Lord, with the honor of the Lord, and question yourself, am I being honorable in this area? Am I expressing honor to God and to his people? Amen? Now watch this. I'm almost done. Getting ready to close. I go longer when he giggles because I know that's when he wants to leave. I'm just making sure he's being honorable. The prophet Elijah. Say Elisha. So there was Elijah. The prophet Elisha was his protege his mentee, and the prophet of God continued try to try to get rid of his protege. He tried to get rid of him. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? He said, just go. I'm, I'm done with you. I'm about to go to heaven. The chariots are going to come get me. I want you to go away. He kept trying to shoo him off. But Elisha was not being a pest because he said, I'm not going to leave you. He called him father, actually. He was a spiritual father. I'm not going to leave you. Why would he not leave Elijah? Say it. 
honor. And why did he get a double portion of the mantle? Because he honored. You cannot have, listen, always remember this. If you speak against healing, you won't get it. You cannot have what you will not honor. You cannot have a mantle that you dismantle and you dishonor. Be careful. Yes, money has been abused in the body of Christ. I stand against that garbage. But be careful you don't swing on the other side of the pendulum and you begin to speak against giving into God's kingdom in a healthy way. Because why? You only hurt yourself. Amen? Lastly, you can stand to your feet. I felt so strongly. You know, you know what? One of my friends was a confirmation today. It was a confirmation. I got a text on the way to church and, and I was being downloaded. James, I was being downloaded this morning about, about this word, honor. And my friend texts me and says, hey, I'm praying about honor. And the, war, and, the, and the prayer that my friend was praying for me and another friend had the word honor in it two times. I said, that's what I'm supposed to minister. And so the Lord completely changed anything. I didn't even have any preparation, but as I was in the meeting and as we were worshiping, the Lord just kept downloading character after character. And I want to leave you with this one character. Watch this. Always remember this. Remember when I said that the other day to you? I said, sometimes no compromise means no compensation. Did you guys hear that? Sometimes no compromise. When you don't compromise, it means no compensation. Jesus didn't compromise. The Apostle Paul didn't compromise. Many men and women alike throughout the Bible did not compromise the gospel. And we as this church, we will not compromise. We will not compromise. We will not do anything to get people here. I won't, I will not move the goalpost. We get him here, we will get the favor. This last biblical character I want to leave with you, and then I want to pray for you. And anybody who needs ministry, you need prayer, we'll have some team members, some team leads in the front here ready to pray for you, ready to agree with you. Whether you're sick in your body or whether you just need a touch from the Lord, you need the power of agreement, we're here to pray for you. Amen? But this last person, one of the first people in the Bible, Moses. Moses was a trained Hebrew but trained in the Egyptian culture. He learned how to fight. They trained him. His mother, his father sent him down the river to save his life because all the Hebrew children under two years old, like Jesus, were going to be destroyed and killed. And he goes into Egypt and he learns their language. Do you remember the scripture that says that Moses basically was honored because he chose not to eat the meat or partake of the fruit of the Egyptian culture? Sometimes honor is saying no to things that make you feel good. And sometimes if we partake of certain things that we know God is against, we will dis not only dishonor God, but we, we will demote ourselves spiritually. Everybody hear what I'm saying? Why did God elevate him? Because he chose to go on the backside of the Midian desert. He chose that over being a prince of Egypt. Always remember this. 
When you choose honoring God above a platform, God will eventually elevate you. What do I mean by platform? Platform simply means what you deem pleasurable. Be careful what seems bright and seems like uh, all the hype, all the hype, because that stuff could lead to demotion. What looks great can lead to your failure and ruin. And what doesn't look great, like the Midian desert that doesn't seem like there's anything prosperous, there's no hope here, God can't use this place, is the very place that Moses received the burning bush, seen the face of God. That's where that song comes from, show me your face. That is the very place where God may call you to be encountered by him. Honor God. Listen, listen to this. I'm gonna leave you with this. Honor God and leave all the consequences to him. Father, thank you for this word. We receive it, Lord. Any way that we have been, you ought to start just praying right now. Any way that I have been, we have been dishonorable to you and to people. We ask for you to forgive us, Lord. Maybe dishonorable to organizations or churches or our boss, even a spouse. I, I was feeling that so strong this morning, like dishonor between spouses. That, that is a big deal to God. You know, that might be your wife, but that's God's bride. And that's your bride. And that is a reflection of God's, he is one of the, she is one of the objects of God's affections. The Apostle Paul said that it is a reflection of Christ's love for the church. We don't always speak right to God. We're his bride that doesn't deserve condescending comments or aggressive behavior. Honor. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope this message impacted you today. If you'd like to support Ascension Christian Center, simply go to ascensionchristiancenter.com and click the gift tab or text ACCFL to 77977. Interested in hearing more? Check back weekly for new messages. Have a great day.